Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's your cup of tea. Can we talk about your cup of tea over a cup of tea? I'm sure you probably just heard that cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today, I mean, well, if you haven't heard any of the previous ones, we're talking about education. So I'll be going around uh, to a lot of my friends who are in that space and getting their thoughts on some things. Um, today we actually have the a returning guest. Yes, the first returning guest. Woo-hoo. I will say, let's go. Um, good man, Betts. I can't say enough about him. He dropped some gems. We had a podcast before the podcast. <laughs> um, over some Haitian rum. <laughs> over some Haitian rum, and it was just—it was a really just good talk. And this man definitely just has. A, a wealth of knowledge that I don't know if it's being tapped in into his in his other uh, relationships, but I definitely appreciate them. Um, I definitely appreciate your wealth of knowledge, and it's been a great time. I'm really glad you hit me seven <laughs> years ago. <laughs> what <laughs> a story, accident. right? What a story. What a story. Uh, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, for the people who don't know, um, whatever you want to say, some people don't like saying like they're. Uh, where they work, so yeah. I understand that. You know, yeah. protect the bag. Um, <laughs> but uh, for people who don't know, how did you get in the education space? Where do you work at? If you feel like doing that, and uh, yeah, just go yeah. from there. Um, okay, so one thing I wanted to say is I was actually just telling my sister this that there are some people in my life. It doesn't matter what stage in my life that I'm at. If they call me and ask me to do something, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like yes, or I'll find a way to mm-hmm. like support. Uh, you're definitely one of those people. Uh, yeah. Yo, this is what this is our third attempt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to try to figure this out, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, we got to make this work. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, I'm really happy that I hit you. <laughs> I, I, I crashed my car into yours. Yeah. All those years ago, um, and you, you know, have supported me in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. and I, that's something I will never forget. So that's what brings me here tonight. Oh, thank you. Um, so to speak about myself. Um, I, I like to speak more about, um, purpose over like production. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what is it that you do? It's like mm-hmm. more about like, what, what is it? What is, what am I, what am I here for? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that I'm an educator. I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm an entertainer in, in those ways, you mm-hmm. know, like the entertainer in me finds ways to to display itself edutainment edutainment yeah (laughs) so but but honestly educator storyteller and and facilitator Mm -hmm. um i try my best to be the bridge between whatever it is somebody wants and how to get to what it is that they want Mm. how long have you found yourself in the education realm that's a great question uh you know I, i started okay so i started teaching uh at the nonprofit Beyond the Bars about three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Three or four years ago is when I started teaching there. Um, I had done like music lessons before here and there, like just a, a smattering, but mm-hmm. that was my first time that I like committed to something that I just kind of didn't stop. Okay. Yeah. And what got you into that? I feel like you talked about this the last time you were here. Mm-hmm. But for those who, for whatever reason, didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what happened uh, that got you into that, that you, transition? You listen, into? whoever goes back and listens to this is going to have to check my math because I don't remember what I said last time. <laughs> um, 
Uh, okay, so I, I think I've always really been an educator mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. I, 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 I really get I really get turned on when when like somebody asks me a question that I know something about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yes, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the perfect space for that is uh, educating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have always I have always been that person. I think moving into working in schools or working with a nonprofit or even working on in an, in an online you know on an online platform mm-hmm. um, that's happened within the past definitely when I started with Beyond the Bars mm-hmm. like the past few years where somebody was like hey would you are you interested in teaching mm-hmm. um, and teaching in a in a more traditional traditional sense, sense. <laughs> yeah <Air quotes. laughs> yeah traditional and we can we can dive into that. <laughs> What, let's dive into that. Yeah. What What's the difference between traditional and and possibly what you're doing now? Yeah. Uh, I think okay. So I think what it's like really important that I want people to understand, and I, I really will try to say this as much as possible, is that there's a difference between education and schooling. Mm-hmm. Right. This country and the society that we live in will make them seem as if they're synonymous, mm-hmm. and they're not. Mm. Everybody gets education. One way or another, okay. you know what I mean. So, like, if you if you're on the streets and yeah. you, you want that, you're gonna be educated by the streets. You mm-hmm. feel me? If you go to school, you're gonna be educated by the people in the school. But they're not they're not synonymous. And oftentimes, we have people who have done schooling who operate or move through the world and do certain things as if they they have a level of knowing, mm-hmm. and as if that's the only way of knowing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When there are many ways of knowing, right? You know. Um, so th- that's why I'm focused very much on education. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of education is that there are multiple points of entry um, and everything's interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, so my curriculums are, are very much based on, I'm going to introduce this concept. Now you tell me how you can utilize this concept in different ways. Mm-hmm. And you're the, you're the person who wants to learn. I'm not, I'm like, I have some knowledge in certain things. You're the person who wants to learn, so you approach me and let me know what you want to learn, and I'll tell you what I know about this thing. Okay. And how it connects to everything else. Okay. Versus schooling, which is very much like, everybody sit the fuck down, <laughs> shut the fuck up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going to just tell you a bunch of shit. Uh-huh. Most of which you might not give a fuck about. Right. You know? Okay. Um, and I, I don't think, I, I think that's not reconciled until people end up in higher education. Hmm. Okay. Right? And, and most people don't end up in higher education. So I, I know that I didn't learn how to actually critically think for real, for real, till mm. I was in college, you know, and mm. I had the opportunity to approach things in my own way. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was always told different ways, and I was just trying to regurgitate shit, right. cheat. I did mm. a lot of cheating, <laughs> you know? Um, and I, I always am thinking about people who have not moved into higher education. Mm-hmm. For all of the different barriers that are that are in the way because of that, and are are kind of in a place where they've been trained for twelve years to think one kind of way, and mm-hmm. then moved into a workspace, which is just like yeah, the boss says something and then you do it, mm-hmm. versus people who like might have the leeway to be like actually I'm gonna do what I feel is best in this mm-hmm. position, or I'm gonna you know chill, I'm gonna watch some anime right now, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna and and be you know truthful with my boss as this is what I did, mm-hmm. and they're looking to me not as this machine mm-hmm. that is to, to be tapped at all times right. but as a resource 
that is activated in its own season, you know? Hmm. Okay. There's a lot there. <laughs> a, lot, a lot to unpack. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. then, was there a difference in your idea of education as opposed to when you first actually stepped into the classroom? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what's been great about my foray into the merger, as they would probably like to have you call it, between schooling and education, <laughs> um, is that I've done after-school programs. Okay. So I've always done programs where I make my own curriculum. And by that, I mean I let my students define what they want to learn. Mm-hmm. There's no point of me trying to teach you something that you don't, don't want to be here. I don't want to do that. You especially don't after do school. Like, especially right. after school. Exactly. <laughs> so if you're here after school, that means there's something that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, let's find out what it is together. You know, and let's let's like dig into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a major difference between schooling, which is is built on you know state sponsored. Like, there's this sp- state sponsored and compulsory curriculum, you know, and then we have like PSSAs or they're called Terra Novas now, I think, or whatever, oh, like standardized yeah. te- standardized testing or whatever. Terra Novas has been around for a while. Yeah, I don't know if they're still called that. <laughs> I, I don't pay attention to that world. <laughs> but standardized tests, yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. which are it's just really indicative of the idea of like, let's make everybody fit into the box and chop off the pieces that we don't need, mm. you know. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Um, what, uh, things do you teach? So I have, I have, um, I have three different courses that I do. Uh, one of them is my, with my involvement with Beyond the Bars, mm-hmm. um, which is just, it's, we call it the Student Driven Music Academy, okay. which is basically we're teaching instruments, uh, and the students decide what instrument they want to play and, you know, quite often what songs that they want to play, mm-hmm. like wh- whatever they're listening to. Okay. And it's our job as educators to like get them to become in relation with musical concepts mm-hmm. based off of this, the, the music that they want to learn. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's beyond the bars. Um, another course that I do um, is creative entrepreneurship and music production, which is half of that is teaching music production. Right. Um, and then the other half of that is to show like, okay, you have all this music now that you've been producing. How do we move into the world and make this a business? Mm. How do we, do we want to, you know, uh, do you want to make this? Because of course you want to. Yeah. It's America. Yeah. Right, right, right. America (laughs) will tell you like, oh, you're good at this thing and you love doing it. Make it a business, Mm -hmm. which is not true for everybody. Mm. So, so uh, teaching you the teaching, teaching my students the reality of what that even means well like okay you want to make this a business here's what llc's look like mm-hmm. here's what um sales funnels look like here's what building your digital like your online presence look like mm-hmm. all of these things that require work it takes right. time and it's not like you know a management team is what da 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 mm-hmm. do you still want to do that or do you want to just make music <laughs> have there been students who go in and like they thought that they did want to make a business out of it and they were like oh actually this is like more therapeutic than anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And do they end up transitioning out or do they still come? Uh, they still come. They still come. The students that I have had like that, Mm -hmm. um, they still, they came to the full program. Mm. Um, just the, I, I, I would believe, and I mean, this is how I feel with my own relationship to music is 
the understanding that like maybe I don't want to like use this to become who I am. Because mm-hmm. then it's, there's so much that's asked of it that you know, like what the fuck? Like, yeah. do I even? You know, I don't really want any of that shit. Like, really this is my thing that, that I do when I'm when I need to feel safe or mm-hmm. when I like have some time or when I'm feeling creative. This is that thing that I do, and it's that that childhood wonder. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to corrupt it mm-hmm. with all this crazy shit. Mm. Don't want to corrupt it. Hmm. So then, how tough was your first year? Um. In 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 what? Your first year of actually being in in the education realm. Um, that was that was that had to be with with Beyond the Bars. I think. I think that was like really it was it it was it felt very natural, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, because uh, like I said, I I I think that I am an educator. So mm-hmm. as part of what I do, I when I learn something, I immediately want to share it to some, with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't very difficult. It felt very natural. I'm also a big ass kid. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, I, and I work with high schoolers. So there are often times where they're like, you're so corny. <laughs> no, I love it. You know, <laughs> do you come from a family of teachers? No. Oh. I mean, I, I almost answered that too quickly. It's really not fair. Yes, but not mm. in the traditional sense. Mm. Um, my father, he is very much like I I, 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 I pull from him a lot mm-hmm. in, in this sense. He loves to just like tell you about things. Mm-hmm. If he's like reading about something new, if he's like knows something, like some perspective of something, he's like, he's, he's waiting for the opportunity to bring some <laughs> shit up, you know? <laughs> and sometimes like, it's funny, like he'll, he'll be like sitting down and be like, dad, what's up? He's like, good. And I'm just like, okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if I'll be like, I'll be like, Dad, did you hear about, like, you know, X, Y, and Z thing about, like, the history of Haiti? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, well, actually, and now I can't get him to shut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very much like that. I'm, like, learning things and picking mm-hmm. things up. And I'm looking for opportunities to, like, share that with people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, in your opinion, what is the purpose of school? Uh, the purpose of school, like the mm-hmm. compulsory, like state school system. What's the purpose of school? Um, <laughs> I, I I think that the purpose of school and schooling is to build better workers. Hmm. You. Uh, <laughs> I, it seemed like you you had something else in there. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think that that's the answer to that question. Because okay. <laughs> I can I can go. <laughs> I want to make sure I answer that question. Okay. Um, <laughs> then I'll ask you this: What do you think the purpose of education is? To pass down knowledge for. To pass down knowledge, of our. That's a great question. Okay, let me let me form my words here. Mm-hmm. To pass down the knowledge of the reality that we live in, ultimately for survival. Hmm. How is that different than schooling? Schooling uh, doesn't. Schooling actually has an emphasis on not thinking for yourself. Hmm. It's like schooling is like 
There's an episode of Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation. Deep cut. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I've been really into Star Trek lately. Um, there's an episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation, where Captain Picard gets abducted, mm-hmm. um, and then he gets tortured. And part of the torture is, like, he's, like, in this room, and there's four bright lights. Mm-hmm. And the his, his, his abductor is like, how many lights are there? And then he's like, four. And he hits him. And he's like, no, there's five. There's mm-hmm. literally, he sees four bright lights, mm-hmm. but he's like, no, and he's breaking, he's trying to break him right. so that if there's a point, so that there would be a point where he's like, there's five lights just so that he knows, because every time, you know, he says there's four, but it's, so, so it's like, I don't want you to live by your truth. I want you to live by my truth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to me, that's what schooling is. Mm. You know, it's, it's like. It doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what your truth is, what your understanding of the world is. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you an understanding of the world. And if you don't regurgitate this, mm-hmm. I'm going to punish you. Mm. Education is adding on to mm-hmm. whatever it is that you had before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and applying this new knowledge to your perspective of the world that you live in. At what point does... Or I'll say this. Is there ever a point for schooling? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the question. Is there ever a point for schooling? Is mm-hmm. that ever important? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to build a world, um, I mean, schooling happened. I mean, if we're looking at the foundation of compulsory schooling, this was like 1900s, 1902, mm-hmm. uh, Board of Education. Um, there were like a couple of characters like Frederick T. Gates, mm-hmm. Horace Mann, um, Sponsored by John D. Rockefeller. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to leave that where that's at. Um, and there was an understanding of, like, we have enough philosophers. We have enough artists. We have enough creative thinkers right now. This We're moving into the industrial age. Mm-hmm. I just need somebody to take one gear, connect it to another gear, put it back on the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't need you to question why you're doing this shit. I don't need you to think about the philosophy, you know, like the, yeah. the philosophy behind why you're standing here mm-hmm. as a person. Just do what the fuck you're told from this time to this time, which time is also an invention of the industrial age in the way that we know it. AM mm. um, to PM because we need standardized time mm-hmm. so that everybody shows up to the factory on time because if the person who needs to plug these gears together is not there at the same time, the whole shit is shut down, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost like this community building where we're all dependent. We're gears on the clock. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I don't need anybody to like be playing guitar mm-hmm. when I need you to hammer this thing right now. All you do is hammer this thing. <laughs> Fucking hammer it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead ass, dead ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? So the season of schooling was really important then because it's like, if we had too many people being like, oh God, all I do all day is like hammer this thing. I'm going to write a song about it and not hammer the thing that we wouldn't have cars, we wouldn't have factories, we wouldn't have. You know, a lot of the progressions mm-hmm. that mankind has made up until this point mm-hmm. couldn't have been possible mm-hmm. if too many people were asking too many questions, mm. you know? So is, because on, on the podcast, before the podcast, yes. we, talked about, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about technology and how, like, you know, jobs are being replaced and then there's going to be a, a class of useless people. Quote unquote. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> people got real upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There yeah. are just gonna be a, a, yeah. a class of people who no longer have jobs yeah. because of technology. Yeah. At some point. We're yeah. not gonna say it's soon, but at some point. Mm-hmm. 
So in that sense, knowing that, and then with what you just said about there was a time that we needed, like, you know, schooling. Yeah. Is education and schooling, are they are they two opposite sides of a pendulum swing? Mm. Mm. Where it's like, nah, we need schooling now. Okay, mm. maybe we can go back to, like, education. People are like, yeah, you yeah. want to play your lute, play your lute, but, yeah, like, go yeah. around and educate yourself. Yeah. Oh, uh, crap, there's too many, too many <laughs> lute players. We need to go back to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the lute. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so, one, the, the concept and the theory of the useless class, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you heard I, it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I. I. I'm trying to practice bringing all of my teachers in the room with me. Mm-hmm. That's something that I read from Yuval Noah Harari. He's amazing writer. He's such a. He's an intellectual. He's mm-hmm. ri- very very smart. Um, and he's the one who describes that. He's mm-hmm. written three three books that I know of. Um, so now we talk about the pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. Which now you're now you're starting to move into my idea of what I would call spirituality now, mm. um, where I do think that every aspect of this world is a pendulum swing. Even the planet that we live on moves through seasons; it doesn't move through time. Mm-hmm. You know, we create dates like this day is the end of summer. This mm-hmm. day is, a, but the planet doesn't give a fuck about that shit because, mm-hmm. as we know. The day that we say is the end of summer, all of a sudden, doesn't all, all of a sudden become cold. Right. No, it's just like there's a shift. There's a gradual shift mm-hmm. moving into winter. And there's really no way of knowing when it ends and when it really begins. Mankind just put its stake into the ground and mm. said, this is the day. Mm. You know. Um, so with that, uh, <laughs> go. Do you feel like scientists would argue that point? 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I I live in a world where paradoxes are okay. Mm. Nothing has to be certain. I'm not saying mine's the 100% absolute truth. I think that every paradox can be reconciled. Mm -hmm. And even when they don't ever seem like they can be, they can coexist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying and what a scientist might say might seem like they're at ends with one another Mm -hmm. when in fact they all exist within the same Mm. system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there has to be you know, something there has to be a gray area, some kind of reconciliation. Okay. You know, so I hold space for that. I'm, <laughs> yeah, sure. You can argue. I'm not going to argue back. Right. Like, cause at the end of the day, you can say what you say. If it doesn't fall um, in my, in my system in the way that like at the time that I need it to fall at, or at the time, which is, just doesn't mean at the time that I want it, mm-hmm. I need it. Cause there are some things that I'm like, I refuse, but it planted seeds into my head that I'm like, eventually Later I'm like, on. ah, damn, yeah. that was actually right. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I don't want to get too far. Far. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. This <laughs> idea of the the pendulum swing is 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 really really important. Um, I do think that like r- rather than looking, the beautiful thing about looking at it as a pendulum swing is rather than looking at education and schooling as these two opposite spectrums mm-hmm. that will never ever interface and will like are parallel lines. Instead, they're actually like this comp- complimentary yeah system mm-hmm. where yeah it just moves from one thing to another mm. um so i would agree with the fact that like there's there i personally believe that there's always a need for education mm-hmm. and like i said everybody gets an education mm-hmm. um and i do think that the emphasis or the priority of schooling comes in at certain points in the history of mankind okay cool cool 
question. What is your idea of burnout? Is there a difference between having burnout and being jaded and or bitter? Bitter. Um, okay, I'm going to answer the second question first. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between burnout and being jaded and or, and or bitter? Um, that's a good question. I want to say everything in me is saying that, yes, there is a difference. Um, burnout is saying, like, I still love this thing or mm-hmm. I still want to be attached to this thing. It's just overwhelming my senses right now. Mm-hmm. There's just too much. I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't hold this any longer for right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus being, you know, jaded or bitter is just like, fuck this thing and the horse <laughs> it rode in. <laughs> I never want to see it again. Mm-hmm. If I if anybody talks about it, I get mad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so my idea of burnout is 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 simply that being over like this overwhelming the senses, mm-hmm. overwhelming the spirit, overwhelming the body, mm-hmm. um, in a way with a thing that's just like it's almost like getting scratched in one place for too much. It's like um. You know, mm-hmm. stop that. It's like mm-hmm. over, like you're doing it way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Has there ever been a time in your education uh, life yeah. that you've experienced burnout? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How have you sure. come back from it? Um, I've been fortunate enough to, like, my work with Beyond the Bars has all been, volu- like, like, on a volunteer basis. Uh and the director of Beyond the Bars, um, Matthew Kerr, who's an incredible human being, and I'm gonna shout him out and big <laughs> big him up as much as I possibly can because he's really a great person. He's always been very very aware of like the people that he works with, and giving them the space to be the people that they want to be, so they can show up mm. uh, in ways that are the most effective. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, purpose over over productivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, whenever I do feel overwhelmed by beyond the bars, it's just a matter of being like, "Hey, man, I just need to take some time." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Cool," and I just take my time, and then I end up missing it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, "I want to come back now," you know. And there is an importance to introducing boundaries mm-hmm. because as as things grow. Sometimes things will grow, 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 and then they can become overgrown and reach into things into different areas. Mm-hmm. So creating hard and fast boundaries to stick to mm-hmm. that are obvious to everybody who who's involved. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, actually, like, yes, my students can have my number, and they should also understand that, like, if they text me past a certain time, I'm not answering them. Right. <laughs> right. And it's not because I don't love them. It's actually because I love them a lot, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to continue for an extended period of time <laughs> you know, to give yeah. them my, my all. Mm-hmm. So you can't be hitting me up all the time. <laughs> go to you know sleep. Like, go to sleep. Like, sleep I'm not, it, yeah. man, you know. Like. You know? <laughs> so, so that's one way that I avoid burnout, especially in, in that context. It's volunteer-based, nonprofit. It's mm-hmm. very, very easy for me. I'll speak for myself. It's very, very easy for me to become overwhelmed gotcha. um, in that environment. Have you noticed anybody uh, maybe – in the spaces that you move in, have you noticed any other people seem like burned out? Because it seems like with you being in the after school program, mm-hmm. it's very much 
for lack of a better term, a solo mission, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When if a lot of my other guests have been like teachers, like mm. they're they're in it eight to three, right? And so they have like their they have like their their group of teachers, like they're all like the science teachers, they're all mm, like the gotcha. language arts teachers. Yeah. So they get to see things like, oh yeah, like that person definitely has burnout. That mm -hmm. person's definitely bitter, or you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Do you feel a connection with that, or do you kind of just are you kind of just in your own space? Um, you know. I, I think I think the idea of being in my own bubble is true and Beyond the Bars is a community. And even the other courses that I teach, there is like a community. Mm -hmm. I think the other courses that I teach exist within a high school structure. Okay. So so there's a way that, that that space leans more towards the spaces that you're describing. Right. Where it's like, okay, this person is this way, this person's this way, and navigating that space that way. Um, I think Beyond the Bars is really, really great because it offers the same opportunity to everybody. Everybody's on a volunteer basis. Mm -hmm. So there's only so much that can be asked of mm -hmm. each person. Mm -hmm. um, so when they decide, like, ah, it's too much, they can check out. Mm -hmm. um, so I, as far as the other other like courses that I teach, I am you know doing my own course. With the creative entrepreneurship course, it's actually in partnership with an organization called Rec City mm -hmm. in the city, um, and I've always taught it with another teacher. We like mm, okay. find other days, so we do share the load in that way, and it's mm -hmm. very it's very community based in that mm -hmm. way. Um, so I don't know if I've experienced my peers, so to speak, being burnt out. Um, there are ways that I've like engaged with burnout for other people like for example matt kerr he he has a very important job you mm -hmm. know he's the director of a nonprofit. profit it's stressful as fuck right <laughs> so i i feel like my role is to always remind him like bro you should sleep actually <laughs> you can you know what i mean like you can send that tomorrow you yeah. know or like he's like into he's doing grant writing and he's like mm -hmm. moving from meeting to meeting meeting and just being there to support him in every way that i can and also call him out and be like bro Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hmm. Okay. Uh, you don't have to answer this if yeah. it causes trouble, but yeah. is there a space that you prefer? Uh, no, it doesn't It doesn't cause trouble. Uh, I do... I prefer spaces where I'm given full agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes to the way that I teach, um, when I want to teach. Mm-hmm and how I want to engage with the students. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's more beyond the bars, 100%. Mm -hmm. um, I can, you know, I'm sitting with my students. We be cursing, because mm -hmm. if that's what they want to do, that's, that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and if the, like, if the music that they want to make is about a certain thing, I'm not going to try to stifle their art. And it's mm -hmm. like the most free space mm -hmm. for that to exist. Whereas, like, anytime existing within a high school space, there's going to be all these rules and, you know, structures, which are easy to navigate around, mm -hmm. and there's still rules <laughs> that I didn't write and I might not agree with. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, talking about, uh, you know, cussing, and, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to be cussing, then, like, you know, that's just what we're going to do. Yeah. There was a post on the Book of Faces. The Book of Faces? Yes. Mm -hmm. Where... 
I'm trying to find it, and somehow, of course, now I can't. Um, and I'm not gonna help you out. You gotta keep talking. But there was. You're funny. Um, <laughs> all right, here it is. So it says, if someone's meaning is clear, don't correct their spelling or grammar. Mm. If their meaning isn't clear, ask for clarifications without correcting their spelling or grammar. Mm. Start to decondition yourself from the colonial grammar rules that were forcibly ingrained upon you. Mm. Those systems exist to invisibly reinforce hierarchy. Unlearn the need to police those rules, mm. especially when the rules do nothing to enhance comprehension. Mm. How hmm. do you feel about that statement? I have a lot of different feelings about that. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I am in full support of the idea that if you knew what the fuck I meant, then like why come on dog like you knew what i meant Mm -hmm. like what's up Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm in full support of that and at the same time i do believe i do believe that there is power in using words in a way that is like there can be no confusion about it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um words are powerful so treating them as, as like these powerful things is important as we stitch sentences together mm-hmm. because words have, there is like, like a denotation or the denotative mm-hmm. like definition of a word and the connotative definition of a word, mm-hmm. meaning like what it actually means and what it feels like it means. Mm-hmm. Both like change reality in different ways. So I am, I'm in full support of like, like, I'm trying to say something and I'm using all of the tools that I have. Mm -hmm. And if you are to come or not, not you, (laughs) if (laughs) if a person is to come above me and Mm -hmm. to be like, but also you should do this, you know, and completely (laughs) actually, actually, (laughs) right. Like, fuck you. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you knew what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, there is a, there's a value and there's a power in utilizing words in in their in the way that they were created to be used, even though they weren't created by me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. How do you engage with difficult kids? Is there usually like an underlying problem? Yeah, I I don't I don't think that there is a such thing as a difficult kid. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think that exists. I think there's there are teachers who aren't like equipped with the tools to engage okay with that particular person okay you know um there are different ways that our fight flight you know freeze system Mm -hmm. shows up um and some people like they want to fight so they like are argumentative and they want to engage and they want to like be the class clown which is really like in direct contradiction with whatever is going on, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Then there are other people who want to flight, who want to run away, um, and that might look like being on the phone or like trying to do something else, mm-hmm. distracting with something else. Mm-hmm. And then there's the freeze aspect. Some people might put their head down and like sleep. Um, there's a way that schooling doesn't hold space for all of the ways of learning okay. and all of the ways that somebody might show up. Um, a student who, f- for example, 
like is putting their head down like while you're while like a teacher's trying to teach mm-hmm. a teacher might take that as like this student is being disrespectful when in reality this might be a person who hasn't eaten all mm-hmm. day who has had a long ass night maybe their parents were beefing to like three four in the morning mm-hmm. um maybe it was gunshots outside there's, there's no space for like people who have lived that experience mm. so immediately they're like, this, is a, this is a difficult kid mm-hmm. right or and <laughs> or slash and <laughs> there might be a student who's like everything the teacher teaches they're like in, in direct contradiction with it which is really a student who's like thinking for themselves mm-hmm. and is not receiving i'm not about to just receive what you have to tell me mm. like you're gonna have to make this make sense to me not just because you say it it's got to add up to me right and a teacher is like, oh, that's a difficult kid. When in reality, it's just like maybe the teacher just doesn't have the tools and understanding to engage with that with that individual, and hold space for how that individual wants to show up in the space. Mm-hmm. You know, how and where do they get those tools? Man, uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot of discussion that's based on that. I know for me, over a course of time. One of the things that I did uh, that has been incredibly helpful to me is that I took a course on trauma-informed learning and teaching methodologies. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is is really holding space that, like, everybody's experience is different from mine. Mm -hmm. And everybody has something to teach me, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So if I have a student who's coming into a space, all of my students, when they come into a space, my spaces aren't set up to be like, hey, I'm here to teach y'all. They're like, yo, we're about to talk about this subject and we can teach each other here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to make every opportunity that mm-hmm. I have possible to learn from y'all because y'all know some shit that I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe if you're willing, I can show you some shit because I've been through certain shit. I do this. Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe there's like a space for you to learn from me as well. Mm-hmm. But this is not a lecture. This is a conversation. Mm. You know? Hmm. Do you work with other... I'm not going to say do you work with other people, but do you find that other people have this same mentality? Or are you a lone wolf trying to change the tide (laughs) of the world? (laughs) A lone wolf trying to change the tide of the world. Uh, I think that a lot of people are at different levels mm-hmm. of I'm just trying to think of a way to say this. Make it plain, Pastor. Make it plain. <laughs> <laughs> people are at different people are at different uh, stages of their, like, journey. Right. Um, as far as it comes to teaching, mm-hmm. especially teaching students of low-income neighborhoods and marginalized students. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are at the very beginning. Some people are further on. Some people are even beyond, beyond me, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so... I don't feel like that I necessarily am like an, a lone wolf. I think that I'm at my stage mm-hmm. and sometimes people will say something and I'll be like, ooh, whoa. I don't know if that's the way to go about it. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. But. You know, like 
and be you. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't agree with that. And, you, you know what I mean? You're going to have to learn somehow. Like, mm-hmm. if it's working for you, cool. Let it work for you until it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then it hit this point. Hmm. But isn't it better if we're all on the same page, especially being educators of the next generation? No. 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 Because uh, what you're talking about is standardization. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All on the same page. That was That's the whole concept of standardization. You know what I'm saying? There can, there can be no same page when we're talking about human beings. It's mm. impossible. But if... Okay. I feel like, though, yeah, there are certain times, yeah, and especially with talking with a lot of the other teachers, there's not enough discourse yeah. going on between teachers, whether that be due to age group, yeah, due <laughs> to legit hierarchy yeah. status, yeah, and so what somebody is doing, they're like banging their head against the wall, and because there's not there's no space for them to meet other teachers or to chat with other teachers or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, I see you banging your head against the wall. Yeah. There's actually some stairs right around the corner yeah. that if you just move that way, yeah. it would work a lot better for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and if we're, if everybody's banging their head on a different wall <laughs> yeah. and there's only a few people going up the steps, yeah. then that limits the progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with all of that. Um, to continue with that analogy, a person is not going to stop banging their head against the wall until they realize that it's not working for them. Touche. You know? Mm-hmm. So I could never come up to somebody who's doing one thing a million times like, hey, this 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 will work better for you. <laughs> they have to realize, one, that if, if it's not working for them, like, yo, this is not working for me. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. You know, this it's the, it's the saying, like, if you find yourself in a hole, the first thing you do is stop digging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you and to, to, to even say that even clearer, if you find yourself in a hole that you don't want to be in. Right. The first thing to do is to stop digging. Mm-hmm. Right. So until some if somebody's like, fuck, I don't want to be in the hole, but they're still digging. Mm-hmm. I can't be like, well, you should stop digging because they're like, fuck you. You know, I'm doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's a way that there's a way that humanity engages with like. Well, this is what I should do. Like, don't tell me what to fucking do. You know, right. it's the same mm-hmm. idea as like, if you're with your partner and you're on the way to go wash the dishes, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you wash those dishes?" And you're like, "Well, now I don't even fucking want to do it." Wait, first of all, <laughs> stop speaking about my life. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't fucking want to do it. I was on my way to do this shit, and now you ruin the whole experience for me, right? So it's that same concept. Uh, it's like how many people does that connect <laughs> with? I need to know in the comments because I feel like there's a lot of us. Uh. <laughs> it's that same concept. Like if somebody is on, if they're doing doing their own thing, it's like, dog. It's the same thing as I said earlier. It's like, mm-hmm. listen, you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I landed on my feet when mm-hmm. it comes to like life, this mm-hmm. life thing. It's like mm-hmm. you gonna land on your feet, you gonna land on your head. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, all right, I'm I'm either gonna make it or I'm gonna mm-hmm. die trying mm-hmm. <laughs> type mm-hmm. of thing. You know. So I'm going to bang my head into this wall till it's all over it until I've completely burned every bridge or I'm going to be like, mm, this is not working. So then I guess my question would be mm-hmm. if you're banging your head against the wall mm-hmm. and it's not working, mm-hmm. why continue to bang your head against the wall and become bitter yep. 
and you know, like, you see that there's something messed up. Yeah. You see that you're in a hole. Yes. And this is a, it's a fucked up hole and you don't want to be here. Yes. But for whatever reason. Yeah. Why do you feel like you can't get yourself out of it? So there's a lot of levels to this. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that I thought of was it's not easy. There's this whole, there's this new fad that's happening where people are just like, dog, be an entrepreneur, you know, like be an (laughs) entrepreneur. Like, you know, like don't be your own boss. Right. Mm -hmm. As if this is a cure all for everybody. Mm. You know, and not everybody can just quit their job. People have kids, people have responsibilities, they have debt, they have bills, they have all these things. Mm-hmm. So I, I tie that back to this idea. Okay, if if I'm a teacher and I'm, you know, I love I came into this because I love teaching. Right. And now I'm in this system which a lot of dominant culture and dominant like supremacist mm-hmm. systems, what they do is whittle away at you. Mm-hmm. You know? So that little by little, that thing that you love about it, you start to disassociate from it. Hmm. And at the same time, now you're dependent on on whatever the system is providing to you. Mm -hmm. So now each additional rule that the system gives you, you're like, am I really going to rock the boat here? Am I really going to do this thing? You know, and then a young person comes in and they're like, I'm going to change this. And you're like, that's cute. Right. You start to become, you know, jaded. I was that before. But this thing broke me down. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm holding space for, like, the people who are banging their head on the wall. Maybe they're really not banging their head on the wall. For real, for real. They're just resting it. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, I'm just, uh. fuck, man. Because yeah. like, this, this wall that we're talking about is not a fucking paper wall. Mm-hmm. This is, like, fucking 14-foot thick yeah. cinder block, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that was built in this way. It's not, it's not functioning in this way accidentally. It was mm-hmm. built like this. It was mm-hmm. built to be a fortress. Mm-hmm. And they're banging their head on this wall because they want to break through this shit, but it's, you know, it wasn't built in that way. Mm-hmm. So, so moving in this understanding, it's like, it makes, it makes perfect sense that like, yeah, some people are just like, yo, at a certain point, I'm realizing that there's this system that's happening and that's been happening for forever. And it doesn't, it almost, it, it feels like it doesn't matter how I move within the system, mm-hmm. it still exists. The thing that church mothers used to say to me all the time was, you may be smart, but the devil is ancient. Ooh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm clever. I know all these things, and I'm going to change this system. And this system has been here for a while. Mm-hmm. And you're respecting not the first that. Smart, you're not the person. first smart, clever person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Respect it. Respect mm-hmm. that it's been around for a while. That is not to say, now I'm going to give the flip side. That's not to say that people cannot come in here and actually make palpable change because mm-hmm. that's very, very true. Um, there's a concept of midstreaming mm-hmm. that I've learned in, in my, um, uh, in my uh, trauma-informed class. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who, who coordinated the class was somebody called Mindy Early. Um, and she wrote a book on, she wrote a couple books, I think, um, but there's this concept of midstreaming, meaning like I enter everybody's experience at a certain point mm. and I leave at a certain point, mm-hmm. which is the rhythm of life. Everything comes as a season for everything. There's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's biblical. You can go back to that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I, I enter at a certain point and I leave at a certain point. And the things that I provide, I might never ever see mm. them come to terms. Mm-hmm. I might be 
to say it another way, I might be planting seeds and I might never see the fruits of that of that tree. I might never see the fruits of that labor. labor. And there might never be fruits of that labor. And that's okay. And at some point, there might be fruits and I might not be around for that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so this understanding of like the people who are quote unquote banging their head on the wall, they're still making a dent. Mm. And maybe at some point, somebody will bang their head hard enough in this dent that already had happened mm-hmm. from the people who came before this person mm-hmm. and the shoulders that this person stands on that they can break through. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> people have been banging their heads for a long time. A long ass time, man. And I think, time. here's the thing. I think that there's definitely validity to that statement where it's like, I mean, we see that. I mean, we're going to get to it later, but we might talk about it now. But um, <laughs> we see that with everything that's going on um, with the protest, yeah. right? Um, even though it's been like 152 days since Breonna Taylor was murdered. That's right. I plugged it. Fuck yeah, you guys. It's just, yeah, um, it's just crazy. And you should plug it. Right. I, 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 <laughs> not that, that, no, let me, let me. That wasn't fair of me to say. Not that you should. I'm very happy that you did. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know, because of all the protests that's happening and people are like, oh, wow, these protests have, like, really changed the world. That's true. But don't negate all of the other protests that have been going on since before that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a perfect storm of all of that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um but with the teachers banging their head on the wall and becoming bitter, or like, uh, you know, looking down on that new person, yeah. right, who comes in with all these new ideas, yeah. why are these people who are coming in with the new ideas, why aren't they championed more? Why aren't hmm. they given that space to yeah. operate, you know? That's a really good question. Um I, I don't I'm not gonna say that I have an, an a definitive answer. I'm gonna just talk about how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very it's very important that somebody who is being introduced to a system has the agency to do what they want mm-hmm. and has structure and discipline to understand and respect the space that they're that mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. that they're entering. Um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of, let's say, positions where somebody new comes in, they're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And it almost like, there's, there's a chance that it could trample on the very reasons why this thing exists in the first place, Mm, Okay. you know, um, and then moves away from it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that can be good, and that can be bad, and both of those things are subjective. So it, it, I think there's a there's a there's an importance of honoring, like the shoulders that mm-hmm. we stand on, and bringing them into the space, and at the same time, looking at the world that we exist in and saying, how can I operate in this world? Mm-hmm. You know. But should you not be able to make that world better? Because I think what you're describing is very true. Mm-hmm. Like honor tradition because yeah. there's a reason why they did this. Yeah. I guess the question is 
the reason why they did it mm-hmm. is that an honorable intention. Yes. Right? Because if the reason why they did it, you spoke to this earlier when you're like, right now he just needs you to bang this fucking hammer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think at its core, there was a point where it's like, oh, banging this hammer will help society. Yeah. And then at a certain point, there was a pivot mm-hmm. or even a sidestep where it's like, and we just need y'all to bang this hammer because we don't want y'all like to think for yourselves, <laughs> right? Like, and then, and then the uprising of education happened, and it's just like. No, like we need some free thinkers to like. I mean, you can still bang the hammer, but like maybe you want to bang it a different way, or you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I get. I guess what I'm. I guess what I'm dancing around is yes. Let's go. The <laughs> the <laughs> fact of having um like the inner city schools, yeah. right? And they are just very underprivileged. They're not really, they don't get those same resources, right? Right. For whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's a whole other podcast and a whole other series. It's multiple podcasts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But to challenge that system as to why this is happening in that space, right? Why are they impoverished? And is it mainly because that there are, you know, black and brown people there? Mm. How do we adjust that how do you break that system because that is not a great system to honor the tradition of yeah um the i think the power of honoring traditions is that it's it 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 almost implies acceptance of other traditions Mm -hmm. right so I came in here, I bought the bottle of rum, right? Mm-hmm. And do you remember what I said? Like when I showed you the bottle before I opened it, mm-hmm. what do we do? We knocked on it. We knocked on it, right? You didn't, you didn't like, well, it's not, I've never done that before. And I'm never going to do that. <laughs> you were like, word, cool. Yeah. Like I came in here with a tradition of mine mm-hmm. and you were like, bet, honored my tradition, mm-hmm. you know? And then we both opened this bottle of rum and enjoyed it, you mm-hmm. know? There's, there's a way that the dominant culture that we exist in now says that tra- tradition is only one thing and anything outside of that, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas like really accepting tradition looks like, like, Oh, you have your ways of being and doing things. Cool. You do that. And as long as it's not direct conflict with my way of, of doing things in the mm-hmm. sense that like it's about to fucking kill me, mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to do my things and we can accept one another and live in I don't want to say harmony because that sounds too kumbaya, but an understanding of one another, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, so yes, traditions are like mad important, and holding space for other people's traditions. Mm-hmm. You know, don't yuck my yum. Is something right. that yeah <laughs> that 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 my uh, my homie Siobhan always says like don't yuck my yum. It's like. If I'm doing this thing one way, don't be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, She's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's interesting. As you approach everything as like a tourist, like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Why do you do it that way? Da, 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 da. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Hmm. Can there be change if you're doing right? Yes. Yes. And I, I'll say yes, because I think that change is ingrained in the very DNA of the plane that we live in. Mm-hmm. Of exi- There's going to be change regardless. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to shout out to COVID. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, I don't have to. I don't have to try to 
in, implement, implement change into a system that already has change built in. Mm. You know? I think it would be argued mm-hmm. that the the system of education mm-hmm. it took a pandemic for it to change for Fact. a lot of people yeah. where now technology is being introduced into the classroom. Mm-hmm. When before a lot of teachers that I've spoken with are like, Yeah, we've been begging for like laptops and Chromebooks for like, you know, yeah. X amount of years. Yes. Yeah. So I think I think this is where this is one of those things where they coexist. Teachers who who work in, in public education and like in, in places where inner like the inner city, right? Mm-hmm. Or like uh, the 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 phrase I hate the most is at risk, which is like Ooh. everybody's at risk if Ooh. you take away their fucking resources. Mm-hmm. But okay. Um they don't have access to the same resources. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so, <laughs> so. How like do you feel some type of way about that? I, mean, I, I really no. I, re- I really really do. I really really do. I really do. But I'm I'm gonna leave that where that's at. Okay. Um. So so, it's like those teachers and those students and those people who live in those spaces always get the shit end of this stick. Mm-hmm. And and that only happens because we lived in the controlled system. Mm-hmm. Where the people who are rich will only continue to get rich, right? And if they don't rich, they'll drop off into the people who are not rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a very binary controlled system, and it's made to be in the way that it's working exactly how it was designed. Mm-hmm. So if we if we take that reflection and move it to education and schooling, um, it fucking sucks that it did take a pandemic for so many inner city schools to be like, listen, either we not going to teach or we going to all get Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to be like, oh, all right, let's fucking get the Write Chromebooks. Write the check. Write <laughs> the check in the Chromebooks, right? And it's awesome that that, that, that happened, mm-hmm. right? And to add on top of that, what I love is that there are people who are like, all it took for you, like you just, it was a matter of you writing the check for mm-hmm. us to get this shit after we've been asked for it, like, X amount of time, mm-hmm. and eventually that seed is gonna grow into a whole nother thing. To be mm-hmm. like, this whole shit is bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I'm really excited to see how people take this understanding of the world. Like, look at this. Look at the look at the uh, the unemployment bill or the stimulus package. Mm-hmm. Right? Like out of nowhere, it was like, oh no, we can't afford to do X, Y, and Z. We can't afford to do X. All of a sudden, we can afford to do so much, mm-hmm. and money just appeared out of nowhere. So, a lot of people, a lot of conversations that I'm having with people who have never thought about things or who I've never talked to mm-hmm. about this before, they're like, "Yeah, that's some bullshit. How did everybody get twelve hundred dollars all of a sudden? Right. Right? Even though it's been one twelve hundred dollar check." For I mean, I think they signed yeah. another one. I think there should be another. You know, hopefully, right, well, we'll see. Wood, we'll yeah. see. Either way, though, <laughs> it's the same concept. It's right. like you guys spawned money out of nowhere. Yeah. And for for like decades, mm-hmm. y'all were telling us like, no money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. But now all of a sudden you sign apparently, it. apparently <laughs> like, so now so now people are thinking like, something's wrong here. Right. So y'all y'all can just make this happen. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm here for the questions that are being asked after after the world changes. Mm-hmm. You know, after a new change is introduced, I'm here for all of those questions that are like. So you mean to tell me this whole time y'all could have got us Chromebooks, but you know, 
mm-hmm. you didn't want to necessarily you right. just went like oh damn there's really no other choice mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. hmm. okay um what if anything have you learned from your students oh man I think I think I've learned more from them than I can teach them honestly <laughs> um Um, one is patience. Patience. Is uh, that because they were patient with you? No. <laughs> 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 Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, no. No. So then it, it becomes an idea of like, do I want to get on this, get in this war mm-hmm. with high schoolers who are like, really graduated versions of the meanest people who could ever exist, which are middle schoolers. So, <laughs> so do I really want to get into war with high schoolers or, or do I want to find a way to create space for whatever energy that they're bringing into this place? Mm-hmm. Uh, so patience for sure. Um, also like the, like what it, what it even means to hold space. What it even means to like everybody's gonna come with different energy, different mm-hmm. experiences, different knowledge, and I'm creating a space where everybody feels free to share or not share as they feel called to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, holding this idea of holding space is something mm-hmm. that like they've definitely taught me because sometimes I'll create a thing and I'm like, yo, this is the dopest like lesson ever, and everybody's gonna fuck with this, everybody's gonna engage with this, mm-hmm. and like. We're gonna be studying this song and like based off the song, learn all these musical concepts and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then I'll bring it. I'll be like, "Yo, here we're gonna learn. Like today, we're gonna explore this song." And like nine out of the ten students are like, "I've never heard that song." Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so pivoting is another thing. Like, <laughs> is that not the perfect time to, I guess, expose them to that song? Uh, Which would, in my mind, in my mind, the fact that nine out of ten haven't heard that song yeah. is great because now it's like, oh, you're going to like learn something new, right? Broaden your horizon. <laughs> is that not great? Uh, I'll tell you this. How would you feel mm-hmm. if you if I invited you over for dinner, right? And and like you came over for dinner and you're like, yeah, what's up? You like, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day. And I'm like, yo, we about to have mush mush. And you're like, what is that? What? <laughs> and you're like, oh, you never had mush mush? Great. You're about to expose something new. It's like, nigga. I <laughs> <laughs> just gonna order pizza? Like... <laughs> okay, okay, right? Right? Cool, cool. I think, okay, to that point, yes. I think that one, yeah. what you've been saying, like everybody's different. Yes. Right? Yes. And then two, personally for me, exactly. Yeah. Um, presentation matters. Mm. So if you bring out mush mush and it <laughs> smells like it smells like garbage and it looks like eyeballs and brains and I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, uh, all right. Like I'm here and my mom gave me, you know, some house training. So I'm having a real small plate. I hope he has a dog. Like, <laughs> I just hope dog. that it's like maybe seasoned to like taste like bacon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I think um, I get what you're saying where it's like, you know, if people 
if that's not what they're ready to actually like vibe with, if they're not ready to accept that, then it becomes a barrier and not a gateway. So, the, so the reason why I think facilitation is an important part of what I do in my everyday life is, as a facilitator, my job is not to introduce you to the new shit. Ooh. It's to how how do I find the shit that you like, mm-hmm. and slowly take your pool and expand it, hmm. so that it's like, oh, what I like is also connected to this. Well, maybe I can try this thing mm-hmm. only because only finding like the perfect opportunity where you are are accepting it. I don't define that opportunity. You have to let me know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. And and the the way to do that is to create an environment where it's conducive to trying. So Moosh Moosh, which I just invented, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a thing now. Uh, I, I, the idea of a, of a good facilitator, a good facilitator wouldn't be like, welcome to my house, all we have to eat is Moosh Moosh, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what the fuck is that, right? A good facilitator would be, a weeks before, would be like, we're going to try some traditional meals, da 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 Here's Moosh Moosh, here's what it's made out of, here's what it's comparable to, and I'm also going to have pizza there. Okay. And so, so now all the bodies who need to know what's going on, because some people, you know, need, need to know, to know. Yes. what's going on before they get before they enter. Now they know. Oh, word! I know exactly what I'm going to expect, mm-hmm. right? So then we enter the space, and I have everything that I said. I did the moosh moosh. Now and and I'm and I'm playing my maybe my traditional music. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, this is what we would all listen to when we eat moosh moosh. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I can eat pizza, mm-hmm. and if I'm feeling like it. Mm-hmm. I can also try this moosh moosh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to make a yeah, dish. You know I mean? uh, it's called moosh moosh, right? So okay. in the same way, like if I'm creating spaces of teaching and, edu- and education, as a facilitator, my first job is to be like, what do you like? Mm-hmm. Cool. Bet. Now I know there are things that I want to like expose you to, and I'm not gonna be like, boom, learn it because mm-hmm. I said so. I'm gonna present this shit in such a way that you think it's your idea. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's my magic, you know. Mm-hmm. You think it's your idea that you want to learn it when really I set the perfect environment up for you to give yourself permission mm. to do it and. There's no repercussion if you say, fuck that shit. I'm not going to do that shit. Okay. Cool. You do what you want. Mm-hmm. At, at any rate, the moosh moosh is still here. I know how to make that shit. I enjoy this shit. So I don't, if you want to stick with pizza the whole night, great. You mm-hmm. showed up. You're here. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Okay. That's interesting. I think it's interesting because whether or not just gonna run this shit over the ground. Let's do the moosh moosh. <laughs> Whether or not they indulge in the moosh moosh, yeah. there is no penalty, even though you are the moosh moosh chef. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's what you get paid to do. Yes. Well, even if it's volunteer, yeah. right? You're, I'm giving, here for that. you're giving your time of yeah. like, hey, this is moosh moosh. Yeah. There's also pizza. Yeah. Kind of here for Moosh Moosh, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. it's just an interesting thing. I guess I guess that's the, the beauty of it being after school, right? Yes. Fact. So. Fact. And, and, and I just want to say here, again, the, I told you that I'm really, like, I've been on this practice of multiplicity and finding the way to have multiplicity exist mm-hmm. in every aspect of my life. So, so yes. Um, I'm coming here for the specific thing, 
and I want to create space for you to bring your thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, because there are ways that you can exist and a student can exist. Or anybody can exist that will make me think about my thing differently. Mm-hmm. And if I'm trying to shove my thing that eliminates all of that learning, right? Mm-hmm. All of all of the things that we don't know exist out, right outside of the realm of the shit that we do know. Mm-hmm. If we never give ourselves permission to step out of the shit that we do know, we'll never learn more things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything we've ever known is, lives in that outside and that unknown space. Mm-hmm. So if I'm creating space for that unknown to come in here and a structure for like if so, if if there are individuals who are like I don't want to think too much I just want to like let me know what's up let me know what I'm supposed to, what I'm quote unquote supposed to do or how mm-hmm. I interact in this space mm-hmm. cool I'll create that structure and I'm not gonna put a ceiling to this shit mm-hmm. here's the floor right which is gonna be as low as anybody who can engage with it and mm-hmm. get to it as accessible and there's no ceiling so that that way if you operate in this shit. There are so many times where I introduce a lesson or I'll introduce a new like skill mm-hmm. and somebody uses it in such a way that I've never even thought before. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about doing it that way, mm-hmm. which then opens my mind to a whole nother way. There's just multiple ways of knowing. Is is after school. Is that where you should probably thrive or do you think that your way of doing things with the mul- multiplicity. Yeah, there multiplicity. it is. Yeah, vocab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think that there could ever be a space for that in regular school? Quote, quote, <laughs> regular, like you know, before three o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like part of the curriculum. Yeah. Here. Um, I pause because I don't want to be like, yeah, my way is great and everybody should do it. You know, uh, I think that, I think that there's a way that the things that I've been talking about and people way before me have been talking about Mm -hmm. are automatically being introduced into the system without us having to do anything. Mm. And, and there might come a point, not I don't think anytime soon, but there might come a point where what I'm talking about is actually not beneficial anymore. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be more of the other mm-hmm. direction, right? So we talk about that, that pendulum mm-hmm. swing, right? Um, what I don't fuck with is the fact that what I'm talking about is already being introduced to, like in, like let's, for example, a Montessori school, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like, come in, and like, what do you want? to learn and like let's just figure out ways of teaching you those things and and also teaching you creative creative thinking and like mm-hmm. critical thinking and you know how each the interconnectedness of like learning mm-hmm. and what that even really looks like at a young age mm-hmm. and of course mo- there's a huge barrier there with monastery schools only like there's very specific types of people who go to monastery schools mm. you know what i'm saying right and to everybody else who are not outside of that, who are outside of that circle, their options are are more limited. Mm-hmm. My goal is to offer those same concepts outside of that space where it's like you need to have X amount of dollars and you need to look this type of way. Da da da. You know. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. 
I just I ask that because I feel like I feel like there's a person mm. listening that's like mm. I mean that sounds great but yeah. you, you know what I mean yeah. have you ever been in the classroom yeah you know I guess it goes sure. back to um you know the 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 older more seasoned yeah. veteran teacher mm-hmm. oh yeah we we had that idea yeah we 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 tried that for sure yeah for sure for sure um and as an outsider it sounds cool i guess as an outsider with no kids yeah <laughs> so true yeah, outsider a space for that um, yeah. Yeah, it's just i guess at what point does that switch so like is what you're saying do parents were like oh yeah that would vibe with like my five-year-old, my eight-year-old, my mm-hmm. ten-year-old, my, mm-hmm. you know, at what point this is like, oh, that's cool, but now nah, they need to go to school. It's just a thought yeah. that I'm having yeah, internally, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I think that there's a, I mean, I even have this internal conversation with myself, where it's just like, nigga, you on this kumbaya shit, like, what the <laughs> fuck is, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like accept, accept everybody, love everybody, da 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's space for both to exist. I can I can like share love or acceptance or hold space for everybody and at the same time hold a barrier that says like don't bring that shit around me though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like um and this is the idea of multiplicity. It's mm-hmm. like it it doesn't have to necessarily make logical sense. Logic is one way of understanding the world around us. Mm-hmm. It's just one way. Um so, so to your point, I'm, I'm a teacher and I'm also a person who doesn't have kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when, when I have kids or if I have kids, everything that I'm saying right now on this podcast, I might listen to it then and be like, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> that was real, that was real cute for me to say, you know? Yeah. And I'm holding, I'm holding space for that too, mm-hmm. you know? And that neither one of us are necessarily wrong. Mm-hmm. Our like like reality is defined by the person perceiving the shit, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, yes, my reality now is this way. And at the same time, my reality, even two days from now, a day from now, mm-hmm. might be completely different mm-hmm. by something that I'll experience. Right. You know? Okay. Uh, this will be interesting because I don't know if you deal with this, but um, teachers and parents or educators and parents, mm-hmm. um, if there is to be a partnership, what should that look like? Um, so the only time that I really deal with parents is with Beyond the Bars. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's, 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 it's really not that often. Mm-hmm. Um, when parents are engaged, there, there are a lot of different ways that they like to show up in the space. I'm trying to think about this question. Um, I think that there is... I think there's a way to hold space for the parents to be like, well, this is what my... my like, you know, this is what my daughter is like and this is what my son is like and this is what they like and this is what they do and this is mm. and they never do this and they never do this and they never do this and at the same time there's a boundary that can be like 
cool. I appreciate all of that input. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like the, this is the beautiful thing about Beyond the Bars is that like parents are not quite often in that space. And right. and the reason why that is, and they're welcome to come, the reason why they're not often in that space is because students act far different. Of course. And oftentimes a parent's own just energy. Energy just and even expectations mm-hmm. of their child mm-hmm. will make their child, will influence their child to act differently in a space. Right. Where even a parent, I've had parents, I've had like students who sing, ama- who like sing really, really like great and they sound amazing mm-hmm. and are shy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a particular student. She sings amazing. She's she's really a great singer. She her writing is great, mm-hmm. and she's very very shy. And she's just like, no, I'm not really that big of a singer. And I'm not, I don't know. I don't. Know. And I, I always was like, ah, oh, like trying to invite her to you know touch those parts of herself and like mm-hmm. reach those those spaces. And it wasn't until I met her parent, who was like very who took a lot of space mm-hmm. and was like, she don't never sing. And she's like, da-da-da, and she's so shy. And it's like, mm. you're already writing these stories. Right. And of course, they're going to act it out because you're the parent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You, you've made yourself as the dominant figure. You don't give them space to expand. Yeah. You're taking up all the space. So when a parent is not in the room, the child can start to, to like expand into to those places mm-hmm. and like be like, well, maybe I'll sing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when it's received, it's like, cool. Okay, I'll, maybe I'll sing a little bit more, you know? And then I've seen it, especially with this particular like student, where they've gone to this place where they're like comfortable with singing, and they're like, "Yeah, great, 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 awesome." And then the parent will show up, and they'll mm. shrink all the way down. So, to answer the question, I think it's very, very subjective. It's like de- it depends on the relationship in mm-hmm. play of the parent versus the student versus the teacher, like that dynamic. I think it's great to have the input of parents. Um, because the parent is the parent. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, a parent only knows specific aspects of their child. Mm. Especially when we move into high school age. Right. Even as early as middle school age. Mm-hmm. Where the child starts to start to understand what the idea of different facets of their own personality is. Mm-hmm. So they show their parent this side. But their friends will show this side. And their teacher they'll show this side. You know, mm-hmm. So trying to find ways to introduce like all of the things and also putting a bar- like boundary mm-hmm. when one starts to overpower and like limiting those are all like important ways of navigating that space hmm. okay all right and you haven't you haven't talked about what we're drinking what kind of tea we're drinking oh so for the longest time um with Especially with this uh, series, education, yeah. Yeah. it's like it happened. It started happening in the summertime. So it's like we're drinking Lipton. Yeah, like, yeah gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, there's gotcha. no. Yeah, I can't go on a big like. Oh, we have lemongrass. Yeah, have, you yeah. know what I mean. Like it's like it's stirred Lipton. Actually, yeah. but you're fancy. You have Earl Grey. Yeah, I'm drinking a hot toddy. Um, Earl yeah. Grey hot toddy, and I just well now I have um, <laughs> tea and uh, Haitian. Haitian rum. Rum. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Haitian I'm not going to yeah. try to repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what we're drinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's why that's why that happened. Um, but let's see here. Okay. 
What are some negative, uh, in your opinion, yeah. if it's yeah. if it's a thing, yeah. what are some negative points when it comes to education in America? So, I mean, to go back to my previous point, I, I think... I think that question, when I think of that question, I'm trying to understand if it's like, is it education in America or is it schooling in America? Mm. Mm. That's what you're asking me. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Okay. Um, so that's interesting that you asked that clarifying question. Hmm. Because with the person that I asked that before, yeah. Um, so I'll pretty much tell you. So I'll add, I asked... What's the negative points? Yeah. And then what are some positives? Mm. With the negatives, I noticed that they said a lot of um, things that had to do with the system mm. of education itself. Okay. And then a lot of their positives yeah. had to deal with um, relations. And so I was like, that's interesting. Mm. Can you think of any positives? For the system mm. of education. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's, I, I try to leave it up to interpretation. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, whether that be education or schooling, yeah. are there any negative points in America when it comes to education or schooling? Um, okay, so, so, I, I just uh, this question is it's an interesting question. Um, so when it comes to education, one thing about education is that if it doesn't hold space for the value of other individuals' education, it can it can go wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, so. If I'm like a dude, you know, from North Philly and I had my education in North Philly and I learned what it's like to live in North Philly. If somebody asks me like, yo, you trying to go camping or you trying to go hiking? Yeah. I'm just going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's a there's a whole wealth of experience and knowledge and like there are things there to learn about um, that that individual might never, ever open themselves up mm -hmm. to learning about for, for a multitude of like valid ass reasons. <laughs> so many reasons. Fucking valid <laughs> reasons. Right. Um, so, so I, I would say like, that's one thing about education. If it's not, it's, it has to be, it has to be introduced in a specific way to get specific results. Mm. Um, now if I, if I revert to schooling, I'd say one of the negatives that I think can think of right off the bat is like the standardization, mm. um, trying to make everybody fit in a specific shape. Mm -hmm. You know, even the square, triangle, rectangle pegs fit, fit in this round groove. Mm -hmm. um, and then if they don't fit in that, cutting off the pieces of them mm -hmm. that don't fit so that it get in there exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, um, and then. Are there any positives to be education and or schooling? No. Education and schooling yeah. in America. Yeah, cool. So education in America, the positives are like an understanding of the world that it would have took an individual 
years to even approach or reach. Hmm. If like the sooner that I can understand what you reap, what you sow means, which is education that's been passed down mm-hmm. or what goes around comes around mm-hmm. for me, like the sooner that I can understand what that actually fucking means, mm-hmm. I don't need to go through the mistakes of life necessarily to understand that. There's like a saying that says, mistakes are a great teacher. There's no reason why they need to be your own. Right. So if I'm looking at the mistakes of the people that have come before me and they're telling me like, yo, actually like da da da, and they give me an cool, I can apply this to my life now, and it's like a cheat code. Mm-hmm. I'm already like this far ahead, right. right? So that's the positive. It's education. It's like knowledge passed down from generation to generation about the world that we live in. Um, to schooling, it's an understanding of like, cool, I I belong in a space and I'm fulfilling in this space, and. I'm not going to try to do all the things. I want to do this one thing mm-hmm. really well because this is my contribution to this community. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you said knowledge passed down from generation to generation is education and yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, the quality of I can't even say if it's the quality of education, mm. the differences of those generational lessons yeah. in America. Yes. What's, how do we reconcile that? Mm. How do we reconcile what you and I might have been learned? Yeah. Or <laughs> no, you should have learned. We, we got learned, bro. <laughs> No, dead ass. We got to learn. Yep. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> and growing up in our households as black males yes. in America. Yes. As opposed to what, you know, the the affluent white guy. Yeah. Or even, you know what? Even the affluent black person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just, I think that's a true statement of like, you know, there is a true, there is a true wealth of knowledge and you should appreciate that generational truths or those generational those generational uh, lessons that you learned yeah um how can we how can we crowdsource that right like how, yeah. <laughs> or like should it be crowdsourced i i personally feel like probably and i think a lot of people in this day and age would say well yeah it is like there's the internet mm. right mm. But then as uh, my one friend said, but what about the equity? Like, how many people have access to internet? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just yeah. something that spawned from me, from you saying that. I yeah. was like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. There, but there's there's different curriculums depending on your household. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say not every seed is designed to grow in every environment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so not everything is meant to be understood by everybody. Hmm. So there's there's something that, there are things that we might have learned mm-hmm. because it applied in the world that we exist in mm-hmm. that somebody who's like, let's say a white affluent mm-hmm. individual even if they learn it, mm-hmm. 
quote unquote, they'll never understand. Okay. You know, um, and because it's it's it like doesn't apply to the world that they that they grew up in and they mm-hmm. exist in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and at the same time, this system is built in such a specific way where people with specific knowledge mm-hmm. and education and access, mm-hmm. right, um, can thrive. Mm-hmm. It's cool, you know. Y'all do your thing, right? And at the same time, when this shit ends, there will be a whole nother group of people and individuals who have a whole nother set of knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. of the world that they will be prepared for that shit. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, so I'll say that like, not everything that is passed on. Like I can say, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of. Uh, okay. So there's an understanding of like, like it is what it is, right? Right. It is what it is. It's like knowledge that's been passed down from the OG to <laughs> to young. It is what it is, right? Everybody said, man, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Until you until you've gone through certain experiences, <laughs> see, you know what's up, right? Understand yeah, that it gotta, is what it is. <laughs> like it it. Until you've gone through certain experiences, it'll never land. It, it just won't land in the same way. Mm-hmm. And those words will just be words. Mm-hmm. And they might reach certain levels of depth until, like, someone might get to a point where we're like, damn, it really is what it is. And 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 those words, it, like, carries a certain meaning. It, I, 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 re- I equate it to, like, the hymns, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, the ch- old church hymns, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, like, there's a line in one of one of the hymns like, like I really love from church that says, "Keep your faith on things eternal." Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody might be like, "Ah, they might get it. They might get the word. Oh, that's cool, you know." Mm-hmm. And they're like, they they understand it from from, from a specific level. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people who have gone through a whole life mm-hmm. where they didn't do that, and then when they finally started doing it, they fucking got it, mm-hmm. and it landed. And when they say that, they have different access to that to those words, mm-hmm. and it means different, something different for them. And they can never just sit somebody down and teach them, because it's like the way that life teaches you, mm-hmm. you know. So when we talk about like giving this education to people who might not have experienced the same thing as, like, yeah, I can say those words to people, mm-hmm. and they're empowered to receive it however the fuck they want to receive it. Mm-hmm. That's great. It isn't until they reach a certain point, which they may never reach that point, where they're like, fuck, boom, there it is. I, I totally understand what it is that this person was trying to tell me. Do you think that that has a... Do you think that has something to do with what's going on? Currently, whether it be Black Lives Matter, All Lives mm-hmm. Matter, Blue Lives Matter, mm-hmm. um, all of those things where it's just that because, because of the way the country has progressed from its uh, inception, mm-hmm. there are just certain aspects of life that people don't get. Yeah. And then even with 
with the cops, there are certain aspects of life yeah. that people just don't get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is that is that a crux? Is that like is that like a hook of like oh some people are just not gonna get it because you just <laughs> to quote Biden you you ain't black <laughs> man wow <laughs> what a guy he means well I hope uh, I, don't, I choose to believe uh, yeah that's, that's cool yeah uh, <laughs> That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> That's definitely a different podcast. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think that that's inherently, that's going to be the fruit. Like, what's happening now is the fruit of what it is, has been sold, mm-hmm. you know, on many different levels, um, whether it be political, whether it be socioeconomic, whether it be educational, financial, all of these different different ways. Um. So, even with what's going on right now, it's like, I personally feel like if black people want to go out and like protest and be on the front lines of that, that's awesome. Do that. And if you don't want to, that's fucking great too, because mm. we didn't create this fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, even if we're, I, I, I can't go out there and describe what my problem has been like to somebody who has no intention of understanding you know, so those who who do understand, they're like, okay, word, let's find a way to fix this, right? Mm-hmm. Or understand to the point that they can understand, right? Which is understanding with knowing that they can't understand it completely. It's it's a very like funky place to live in, which is what I'm talking about when I say like paradoxes exist in this world. This mm-hmm. world is built on it, and they can coexist. It's like. Somebody can understand and also not understand at all. Mm. And that understanding leads them to create action based off of that. No, you know? you know enough to know that you don't know everything. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's, it's not my position to be like, yo, look at, look at my experience and look how it's been. And like, da, 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 to somebody who has no intention of understanding. Those who want to understand will seek it out. And when they seek it out, I'm going to give them the best that I can. And they should already know by even entering this space that they'll never understand. And that should be okay. All right. <laughs> For sake of time, we should move on to the next question. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Fucking <laughs> pesky ass time, uh, huh? Uh, okay. Last two questions. Let's go. What's one thing you wish every person knew about being a teacher? I wish that everybody knew that everybody's a teacher. Everybody? Yeah. 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 I, I and, and to say that, I mean, everybody's making an impact on somebody. Right. And the consideration of the way that one takes up space and like presents and how it can be impacting, it could be enough to influence how people move through the world. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that people shouldn't take up space or should people shouldn't move in, in there in the ways that they 
feel most called to move. That's just to say that there's a consideration of at some point somebody's watching you mm-hmm. and learning off of what you do. So would that be because I think it's interesting that you said that because I asked it in a sense of you being a teacher, Mm -hmm. what's one thing that you wish everybody knew about your experience? Mm -hmm. And your response is that, oh, well, everybody is in some way in my experience. Yeah. Because every time I enter a room where I'm going to do this work, of education or facilitating, mm-hmm. I'm bringing everybody that I've ever experienced up until that point, even the nigga who said some shit to me on the block walking into the school. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Everybody's a teacher. Hmm. That was interesting. That's cool. Um, what's one thing you wish every person knew about education in general? Hmm. I think I think what feels right to me right now mm-hmm. is that education, everybody gets education. You know, as I said earlier, the difference between education and schooling. Right. Everybody gets education. I think, I think, especially in this country, I'll say, because I can't speak for other countries. If people started to realize that everybody gets education and schooling is just one route mm-hmm. there wouldn't be this idea that schooling is so important you know there are multiple ways of knowing you know mm. i think schooling is one of the biggest what what they used to call weed like it's some kind of like a something drug like a, a pack, gateway drug a gateway boom okay <laughs> schooling is like the gateway drug to res- to respectability mm. it's like one of the gateway drugs it's like yeah. Oh, this person went to college and is college educated. And da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I I really find it interesting the things that people were saying about like Chris Cooper versus you know like a Philando Castile, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where it's just like, like, oh yeah, Chris Cooper, like he went to Harvard mm-hmm. and he da 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 da. It's like no, he was a human fucking being. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> <laughs> This shit shouldn't happen regardless. Mm -hmm. And in the same way that when we talk about black women, when we talk about black trans folk, Mm -hmm. when we talk about black queer folk, Mm -hmm. it's not like, oh, look at all the things that they did that gives them value. Right. It's like, no. That's why we, oh, yeah, that's that's why why we we care. Oh, oh, you went where for school? Like, no, fuck that shit altogether, right? So so the understanding of, like, everybody gets an education, Mm-hmm. And schooling is just one dynamic that some people choose to do. I, I have, I'm, I'm like thinking that if I had a wish, everybody gets, and everybody has that baseline understanding. It's like, okay, the person who's a janitor and the person who comes from another country and the person who like looks differently than I do mm-hmm. still has something to give to me. Mm-hmm. And I still have something to give to them. And we can live in this world in that way. Mm-hmm. And we all have value. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's pretty kumbaya. <laughs> we'll say that much. Yeah, and I don't think, I don't think there's wrong. I don't think that it's wrong, and I do think that there is a space for it. Yeah. I think on the bonus track, 
and <laughs> might have to just you have to get down and dirty into like what that means in the society that we live in today and how does one operate with that truth mm. in the society that we live in today and if the society that we live in today is a hindrance to that truth <laughs> or not. Um, and that's when we leave that. Hey, everybody. Yeah. It's the <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, spoiler alert, burn this shit the fuck down. That's what I feel. But, you know, we can go to the bonus track. <laughs> I just think, uh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's a bonus track kind of that's a thing. That's a bonus track. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that was a bonus track. It was a bonus track. You know what? Yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. I'm mm-hmm. really glad that you were able to that we were finally able to link up yes. and do this. Yeah. Um it's it's as good as I thought it would be. Oh man. If not better. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, let let us know how you feel about Mushmush. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if uh, if you want to play, uh. you know? Like, <laughs> A nice steaming plate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's weird. <laughs> but no, uh, you know what? This has been great. Thank you for being on the show. Yo, Always a good thank time. Thank you so much. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know how you feel about it in the comments and whatnot. Like, subscribe, comment, whatever the whatever the young folks say nowadays. <laughs> um, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace out.